It is Sunday, October 23rd, 2022, and this is Enter the Bat Cave. Matthew Barris here. Normally, I'd be doing a countdown of Batman the Animated Series, but unfortunately, um, well, I had some technical difficulties, and then I got the cable back, and then I wanted to do a double episode, two episodes back-to-back, but then I was just like, eh, screw it, too much. So instead, I'm continuing on with the last story in my... Blade Black and White Graphic Novel with Blade Crescent City Blues, part of Blade Month. And in this one, Blade is in New Orleans where he reteams with Hannibal King to take down another old nemesis, not Dracula. And he meets his old girlfriend, Saffron. And this came out in 1998, around the same time that the Blade movie came out as well. And just so you know, I will continue with the countdown next in a, in a couple weeks, because next Sunday I will be doing my... my um, binge-watching of American Horror Story. So there. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. I am the last one. There was a time when I wasn't alone. When there was a whole community of us watching each other's backs. Rachel and Quincy, Taj, Frank, and Hannibal, and me. We blew it, <clears throat> fought a war, and lost. They were my friends, though I had a hard time buying into that while any of them were alive. Now they're all dead, I think. And I keep going, wading through the blood and death alone. God, so alone. I can hear the rain on the roof, and every drop is like the whisper of the enemy. Come to take me at last, the last one, alone. There was a woman once, Saffron. Her name was the most beautiful soul I ever met. Gotta wonder if hanging out with me, maybe just knowing me, ruined that girl. I try not to think about her. Got no idea where she disappeared to. But I figure without me, at least she's not a target anymore. I got no family to speak of. With Saffron gone and the others dead, hell, there isn't a soul in the world. Wouldn't think I was straight jacket material if I started spawning off what I know. I'm the last one. The last vampire hunter. Before 
I hacked his head off. One vamp told me when they first rise to their new damn life as leeches, the older vampires warned them about me. I like that. I'm a hard man to kill. That scares the bloodsuckers some. I'm kind of a legend to them now, I guess. They whisper when they say my name. They better. Seems the leeches have been sucking the New York Mafia dry. Literally, at least three major organized crime figures have been offed by vampires in as many weeks. Almost as if they're trying to take over the mob, which isn't only crazy. It's impossible. Vamps don't work that way. Not organized like that. They kill. They feed. No politics. I left a trail of vampire corpses trying to find out what they were up to. But I left one alive. My rep makes me a constant target. But it does have its advantages. Word gets out that I'm on the street. I don't even have to go hunting. They come to me. What the hell you waiting for? Come on in. Your time has finally come, Hunter. You are ours. I don't bother to respond. He'll be dead before I open my mouth. I used to talk a lot when I was fighting the leeches. Whistling in the dark. Getting my courage up, I guess. Now, I just kill. Glad you're still alive. Fang, boy, got some questions for you. Like who's using vamps to try to take over the underworld? I'm impressed, human. But you're still just flesh and blood. You can die. Dying's easy. It's living that's... Ah, the hell with it. I ain't wasting my philosophy on you. <laughs> ah! I missed your heart on purpose. But this blade is silver. And I know it hurts. So you better start talking to me, handsome. Or you're gonna learn why the ladies love me. It's cause I can go all night. One of the arc, one of the crime families in New Orleans have been taken over. Already we're moving into other cities. Now please take the silver. Stop the pain. Who's given the orders? Frost. Deacon Frost. Now, please. I know, I know. Stop the pain. No worries. Another second, you won't feel a thing. <laughs> ah! There. Now quit your bitching. I watch him die again. Forever this time. Once I use that silver blade to separate his head from his neck. I'll do it to all them before I go. But I do have to go. See, my heart went quiet a few seconds when he spoke that name. Deacon Frost. Get rid of this ad here.
Blade. Crescent City Blues. Written by Christopher Golden. Inker, Mark Pennington. Penciler, Gene Colan. Frost and I go back some years. In a lot of ways, all the ways that matter. He made me what I am today. I've been trying to pay the SOB back my whole life. Thought I killed him a bunch of times. This time, I'm going to make sure. I wonder if it's raining in New Orleans tonight. For a while there, Frank Drake, Hannibal King, and me set up our for own private eye gig. Didn't last long, but it made me just enough money to rent my loft in Greenwich Village for a while. Plane fare to New Orleans means I'm gonna be back on the street a month or two sooner than I thought. But I'm here now, and I've got a job to do. Brave girls, not afraid to stray from the tourist traps to wander off from the lights of bourbon streets. You should have been afraid, girl. I hope you taste as good as you look. I can see why the vamps like New Orleans, though. There are places in this most European of American cities where the last couple centuries fade away. It reminds them of when they had power, when whole nations locked up after dark in fear of them. Maybe that's why Frost chose this place. I'm looking for a man named Frost. Maybe he thought a city so steeped in the past and in the culture of magic and voodoo would be easy to terrify into silence. Thing is, he was right. Nobody will talk to me. I'm just making myself a target again. But if that's what it takes, it's fine with me. I don't care how I get to Frost, but I ain't going home until the white-haired leech is dead. Once and for all, it's time Deacon Frost paid for taking my mother's life and fortuning me into something that ain't quite human. Mama was carrying me in her belly at the time, and I was already giving her trouble. She called for the doctor, invited him in. Just gratefully, he made a house call. And after dark, too. She was grateful to him. And he ripped her throat open and sucked her life away. If the leech hadn't been interrupted, I'd have died then and there myself. As it was, I came into this world a month early. Cut out of my dying mother's womb. Already an orphan. Frost should have stayed and finished the job. As I grew, those who cared for my mother told me the story time and time again. I was never a child. Before I was a hunter, I was nothing but a hunter in training, all I ever wanted to be. And I had an edge. Somehow, by killing Mama with me inside, Frost had left me with something. I'm immune to the bite of a vampire. They could kill me, but they can't make me like them. Of course, Frost didn't know that when he made a vamp doppelganger of me. It was a long time ago, but I remember 
it being the first time I realized Frost was different. He'd been a real doctor once, a scientist, more like, and somehow he kept himself from losing his focus the way the leeches do. He kept experimenting over the years what he called science or disgusting crimes against nature, things I wish I could forget. So yeah, Frost was different, except maybe for Dracula, the Lord of Vampires. Deacon Frost was the most dangerous leech I ever ran across. That's why Hannibal and I had to kill him. Problem was, with him being able to make vamp doppelgangers, you could never be sure if he was really gone. Last time I saw him, he changed. Looked different. Even nastier and more twisted. Seems he made a deal with a demon or something. Made him kind of a demon himself. Now, I'm not sure if it was even Frost. Uh, stupid ad. Skip. Listen, I can't see him wasting his time trying to take over some crime syndicate. On the other hand, I'm finally able to track down the one man in New Orleans. I'll figure be willing and able to lend a hand. I know I picked up a tail. I can feel their red eyes on me. I can almost smell their stink. It doesn't matter. I want them to come after me, save me the trouble. But first, I want to talk to the man who knows the dark heart of the Crescent City better than anyone. In his way, the man with the skunk streak in his hair is just a legendary, and he's just as legendary around New Orleans as Tibetina's, the club I find him in. Jericho Trump. Is a voodoo priest. Or Honigan used to go by the name of Brother Voodoo until recent events turned him bitter. Drum's not so hot on the whole concept of brotherhood these days. And he sure ain't happy to see me. What do you want, Blade? A little information for starters, Jericho, and some help. If it's not too much trouble. Don't know if you realize it. But you got a vampire name of Deacon Frost running organized crime down here. Another night I might be charmed by your ignorance, Blade. Not tonight. Frost is not running organized crime in New Orleans. He heads a single family involved a very... In a very nasty little mob war. Despite the horror I feel at his presence in my city, there are greater priorities. New Orleans is a city of shadow, locked in a struggle between light and darkness. You've heard of Marie Laveau? She has returned, and my every waking moment is dedicated to countering her evil presence. I'm sorry, Blade. I can do nothing for you. Nice to see you again, Jericho. Guess you really 
aren't anybody's brother anymore, are you? Shouldn't have been so hard on Drum. I guess we've all got our troubles. And Jericho's taking the magical pr protection of a whole city on himself. Takes guts. Especially up against Marie Laveau. Supposedly the woman's immortal. The wolf, the voodoo queen of New Orleans, they call her. Sounds like a joke, but it ain't Dr. Strange. Takes Marie Laval seriously. And that's all the proof I need. I should have wished Jericho luck. That brother crack was kind of uncalled for, too. He does have a brother named Daniel. That's actually why they started calling him Brother Voodoo in the first place. The weirdest thing, Daniel Drum died. But his ghost is still here on Earth, sharing Jericho's body, running around inside his brain. That mess anyone up. Me? I figure without help, I go to Plan B, use myself as bait. You'll never need leave New Orleans alive, Blade. The first one to tell me where to find Deacon Frost gets to live till dawn. <laughs> Time's up. You gonna stand there and watch Mr. King, or are you gonna give me a hand? You're getting old, or Blade. I thought you could use the practice. I thought you were dead, Hannibal. I am dead, just not quite as dead as you thought. I tried to find you after the explosion, but you disappeared. How'd you survive that explosion, anyway? Much as it makes me sick. I am a vampire. Deacon Frost killed me once, but it's gonna be hard for anyone to kill me again. Frank's alive, too, but in pretty bad shape. I took the brunt of the blast, but the docs have spent months trying to put him back together again. He hasn't spoken a word, Blade. Not to me, not to anyone. Doc's Say his body will be fine. Cosmetic surgery will take care of the burned scars. They're doing all they can. But it's like Frank Drake has gone away somewhere. That's the good news. Bad news is, while I was trying to track you down, I ran across Dr. Strange. Seems Frank's ancestor is alive and kicking as well. Dracula's still alive? So I'm told. But he must be lying low, because that's all I've heard. I don't like him lying low. It means he's up to something. This red. He, he always is. But first things first, eh? We've got our old friend Frost to deal with. Damn straight. It's good to see you. Hannibal, even if you are still the ugliest leech I've ever seen. Glad to see you've gone back to the trench coat, too. That whole Victorian thing was not working for you. Yeah, well, the coat suits me. I've done a lot of thinking about life, Blade, 
and death. I hate what I am. I know that for a while. I embraced it, but that just wasn't me. I'm going back to my old life. I want to stay as human as possible. That means no shape-shifting, no matter what. I even got my private investigator's license again. In fact, tracking Frost down isn't just for fun. I'm on a case. I don't get it. Who'd hire you to investigate Deacon Frost? That's the amazing thing. But then there are too many people alive who know how to contact me. It was Saffron Blade. She's here in New Orleans. Saffron? Oh, man. Hannibal knew the reaction on just hearing Saffron's name would get from me. I stood there like an idiot, trying to get my head together. King just smiled. Saffron's Calder's the only woman ever meant anything to me. She's working right here in New Orleans for Garward Industries, the people who make Garth Manor coffees. Big money in that company, but even so, I don't know what Frost would want with that. But apparently, he's been making regular visits. Shows up just after dusk, when most of the staff is gone. Saffron recognized him right off, tracked Hannibal down. Excuse me, Mr. Frost. You, can, you can't go in there, sir. You don't have an appointment. For the last time, Miss Garth, my dealings with your board of directors and stockholders are perfectly legitimate. If you continue to stand in my way, I'll be forced to rely on more primitive methods of persuasion. Saffron told King she doesn't think Frost recognized her. Lord, I hope not. Oh God, Saffron, what am I going to do? This company's the only part of my father I still have left. I can't let that monster take it away from me. Don't worry, Donna. Hannibal's on Frost's trail now. He'll stop that white-haired freak, no matter what it takes. The next day, I leave Hannibal sleeping on the floor in the closet of my hotel room. Sunshine's bad for his complexion. I know I'm probably the last person Saffron wants to see. Having Frost around probably brought back lots of bad memories for her. But I've got to see her. Problem is, after Frost's latest uninvited visit, security's not letting anybody in without an appointment. I forced the issue. You're out of here, pal. Call if you want an appointment. Otherwise, stay away. Look, I don't want trouble. But I ain't leaving here without seeing Saffron Calder. Just tell her Blade's here. If she doesn't want to see me, I'll be more than happy to go. Doug, let him go. I know him, okay? I know you're just doing what you're told, but he's an old friend. Thanks, Saffron. I wasn't sure you'd want to see me. I'm still not sure. No. I'm sorry, Blade. That was uncalled for. Of course I'm glad to see you. Come on, there's someone you should meet. It's been a long time, Seth. After you left 
the world got even crazier for a while. Hannibal told me some of it. Blade, I'm glad you're alright. I tried to find you after I settled in New Orleans, but I disappeared for a while. I'm back now. But if I'd known you were going to look for me, I might have stuck around longer. I'm sorry for that, Blade. I just couldn't handle your world, you know? Too much blood, too much death. I thought after Frost was dead, you'd be able to move on to have a normal life. I understand. I really do. But the bloodsuckers all know me now, Saffron. There's nowhere on earth I can just let my guard down. Even you, darling. You move the way. Now Frost is here. There just ain't any running away, Saffron. Ever. I'm sorry you should have had a better life. You're right. I should have. But I'll do my best with the one I've got. Blade, meet Donna Garth. CEO of Garwood. Donna, this is... Saffron's told me a lot about you, Blade. There's another ad. Oh, gotta get rid of this other ad. I hope it's all true. We can certainly use your help. I tell her not to worry. That me and King will take Frost down. But there are vamps crawling all over the city. It's gonna take luck. And some serious ass-kicking to even make a dent. I wish Drum had been able to help out. He's too busy fighting for the soul of the big easy to realize his body is even in bigger trouble. Matre, call for. I call to you. Izil and Oku, your daughter calls to you. Baron Summer, your lover calls to you. Demon Vran Weirdo, your vocal Maria Laveau calls to you. The candles burn for you, great Lao. We have prepared a great feast for you. Fill us now with your essence. Loa, ride our farms. Use our limbs to dance. I mean, come on. How much trouble can one voodoo priest be? Dambala Wido, great snake. Lover, God of the water of heaven, we have prepared your feast for you, the fruit of the earth. The Govi are prepared, great Loa. I will whisper their names to you, Dambala. Then their blood will stain in the ground beneath your feast with your blessing. We Trap their souls in their government with your blessing. Clay jars in which souls may be caught off. Yeah, I'm creeped out too. We will make them Zubamviev, Jean Marc, Joseph Alenkin. We give their names and spirits 
into your care, great Lola. But their bodies belong to me. Stop! Boko, you dare much, Marie. But with all your sorcery, the Lola smile upon me. You desire power for its own sake, and honor the Lola only with words. Before you knew enough not to challenge me directly. You know I am more powerful than you. I don't know why you think anything has changed, but I won't allow you to spill blood to make new Zimbabwe. You are a fool, Jericho. You want to know what's changed? I tell you, New Orleans has changed. There is new power in our city now. I have new allies. <sighs> and they've been waiting for you. Damala, no! After the sun went down, I got King out of the closet and we started making the rounds again, trying to find out everything we could about Frost. Turns out New Orleans is even more tied to the mob than Manhattan, if that's possible. Some businesses pay protection, but even more are legitimately in business with organized crime. From restaurants to shipping companies and everything in between, Prostitution is illegal, but the mob also supplies strippers to the clubs on Bourbon Street. If there's money in it, they don't care which side of the law it comes down on. And there's a mob war going on, or just ending if Deacon Frost gets his way. But the Roku family ain't just gonna quit. That's how me and Hannibal end, end up telling a pair Lou of Louis Rookies and enforcers. They're just going up and down Bourbon Street, telling people not to do business with Deacon Frost or else. It's one big mother of a mess. Mob killers, scumbags, who run this city for decades through murder and extortion are being taken out by vampires. Hell, I like to stand up and cheer, but at least Louis or Q and his family are human. And even the lowest form of human life is going to win over a bloodsucker in my book. The enforcers keep walking. And me and Hannibal keep after them. When I spot the lovebirds on the corner, they distract me. I think of Saffron. Then I realize there's something just ain't right about them. They're dead. Now, kill the gunman as Frost has ordered. Die, humans! It happens quick. The enforcers are dead in seconds. They don't even have time to draw their guns. Another ad here. Sad. But there are other guns around. Guns with silver bullets in them. Suddenly it's all clear. Sick son of a bitch. Luis Rico sent those two dead enforcers out onto the street as bait just to get a crack at some of Frost's blood spawn. That's when the first 
Taurus gets shot. Hannibal, no! They're hitting civilians, Blade. Just pray for Mr. King and stick to the plan. This is a war. A war that's about to get a whole lot nastier. If you don't want to put an end to it, the only thing we can do is watch and wait and pray no more innocents get caught in the crossfire. Hannibal turns away. Then, just from the set of his shoulders, I can see how bad just listening to all that death is hurting him. The irony isn't lost on me. Hannibal isn't like the others, but he's still a vampire. It chills my soul to know that this dead man, whose heart hasn't beat in years, whose body should be rotten in the grave, that Hannibal cares more for the rest of the world than I do. It's possible he cares more than I ever did. For him, going after Frost or Dracula or any bloodsucker has always been about doing the right thing. I never cared that much for humanity, truth to tell. I just hate vampires. For me, it's only ever been about making them pay, making them suffer. I'm a vampire hunter. I never claimed to be a hero. So I stand there, and I watch while the local mob try their damnedest to take the bloodsuckers down. For a few seconds, the silver bullets are working. I watch six or seven fang boys crumble down to ash and bone. But there's too damn many of them, and I'm glad. If there weren't any vamp survivors, we wouldn't be able to follow them home. Tell me there weren't any other civilian casualties, Blade. If that's what you want to hear, that's what I'll tell you. King doesn't say much after that. We just follow Frost's brood through the quarter and down to the waterfront. And we stand there and watch mouths gapping like a couple of idiots as the vampires do something they shouldn't be able to do. Vampires can't cross running water, but they do it just the same. Forget it, Blade. We're just gonna have to wait for them. Come on, Hannibal. Frost must have done something to fix that boat up. If those ugly SOBs can do, do it, so can you. And he does. This really hurts, Blade. I might have to hit you in a minute. This is such a Odd sensation on the gangplank. It'll hurt like hell, but now I feel a little disoriented. I'll have to ask Frost how he did it while I'm ripping his throat out. Now we just have to find Blade. I know, I know. Ambush. For years, me and King have been too cool for the room. I made enough noise. I had to figure Frost knew I was in town. Hannibal, too. He figured we'd waltz on that boat kicking ass and taking names. Hell, we'd done it plenty in the past, back when Frost didn't think of us as much of a retreat. We didn't have the reps then that we've got now. You'll have to excuse me, Mr. King. I've got my own 
problems. Oh, yeah, sorry. It goes, ah, Blade, the net. It's got garlic bulbs all over it. You'll have to excuse me, Mr. King. I've got my own problems. It's all perception. You see, we're a threat now. Dangerous hunters to be feared. So this time, Frost was more than ready for us. Stay down, vampire hunter. You'll only bleed more if you fight. And if you bleed, we may not be able to control ourselves. That was the key. They didn't want to fight us. I was so used to vamps going for the kill that I walked right into the trap. Come on, Hannibal. Fight it. Just throw the damn thing off. But Frost doesn't think like other vamps. Never has. He and Dracula, Lilith and King, maybe one or two others, they're different individuals. I got cocky. So did King. Looks like it might be our last mistake. Easy for you to say, pal. It'd be easier for you to snap those chains than for me to... That's when I notice who Frost has with him. Standing up there like the first lady of just plain bad. Marie Laveau, voodoo queen of New Orleans. And behind her, nailed to a wall, Jericho Drum. Looks like Brother Voodoo made the party after all. Welcome, gentlemen. I presume you know my other guests, Miss Laveau and Mr. Drum. Ah, uh, but of course you do. I must say it's good to see you both again, especially you, Mr. King. You are my prodigal son, after all. It warms my heart to know you've come home at last, in my time of greatest glory. Home, you black-hearted monster, you took away anything I might have ever called home when you turned me into this. Donna Garth paid me to find out what you're really up to, Frost. That was business. But when I rip your throat, that's just gonna be for fun. You're gonna have to stand in line, King. It's time, Frost, you evil SOB. You've cast a shadow over my life ever since before I was even born. You better kill me now if you're gonna... Cause otherwise I'll have to... I'll have your head, and this time, I'll make sure you're dead. Kill you, Blade? The mythic... The mythic vampire hunter? Now what good would that do, hmm? No, I'm afraid you don't understand at all. Neither of you. You are my children, just as these others are my children. And I tell you now, children, that the Lord has come. The new Lord of Vampire has come. Oh yes, I know the Lord still lives, but he leaves his flock without a shepherd. He chooses not to lead. So I will take up the gauntlet of his neglect. I will lead his place, but what's more, I will reshape our moon blessed race. I will take my children from the sepulchral shadows, from the moist earth, and together we will make an empire of the human world. Subjugate... Oh, add.
was I? We will make an empire of the... Together we will make an empire of the human world. Subjugated before the warm bloods. Even... No, we're here. It has already begun here, and in other cities. With Marie Laveau's gracious assistance, I now rule New Orleans, and the humans have no idea. Which leads me back to you, my wayward children. Hannibal, Blade. When the lost sheep hunting the night like savages realize that I have brought you, I have brought the two of you to heal that you are my captives. They will know me as the true lord of vampires. My conquest will be silent and swift. You're out of your mind, Frost. You think the world ain't gonna notice when organized crime starts? <laughs> the lights go out before I can finish my thought. When I come to, things have gotten even uglier. Hannibal's still trapped under that foolish net. Frost's fang boys have taken my weapons and drums still out cold. And Frost, the man just won't shut up. Behold, my children, as I promise, the Hunnigan who stands against the darkness is my prisoner. The legendary Blade and the treacherous Hannibal King are in my power. Bow now to the one true Lord of vampires. My reign is upon us, and my patience is at end. As my empire grows, as the sunless hordes rest control of the world, one politician, one corporation, one city at a time, I will offer only one chance to cooperate. Beginning now, in a matter of days, New Orleans will truly be ours. Then, we will move on to Atlanta, New York, Chicago, Boston. Already my children are turning the organized crime leaders of those cities into vampires, faithfully only to me. Farewell, my children. For her sake, Mr. King, I hope that little witch who hired you to investigate my business is already, I mean, is ready to deal. If not, well, I haven't fed this evening. King, if you ain't playing around with that net, then you better help me shout Brother Voodoo awake over here. I'm not playing, Blade, and you're right. We've got to get out of here. It sounds crazy, but if Frost can infiltrate organized crime and big business on a national level... He might just build himself an empire after all. You think I give a damn about any of that? He's going to Garth Manor, Hannibal. And I'm the fool who told Saffron to stay with Donna. That they'd both be safer together. You really do have a beautiful home, Donna. Thanks to my father, sure. But I never quite felt like it was mine. And now I don't even feel safe here in the house where I was born. I told you, vampires can't enter a home unless they've been invited. I know, Seth. And I'm glad you're here. I'd be completely stir-crazy without you. 
I just want it all to be over, you know? Bring. Hello? Good evening, Miss Garth. Oh god, it's him. Dawn is two hours away, Miss Garth. You have one hour to sign all of Garward Industries over to me. One hour. And then what, Mr. Frost? You really think I'm stupid enough to invite you into my home? You misunderstand, Miss Garth. I'm already inside. Jericho, try to stay conscious long enough to listen to me. The bloodsuckers are all gone. All we've got left is your girlfriend, the voodoo queen, and her zombie buddies down there. It's up to you, Hannibal, because I sure ain't gonna rip my hands off these spikes. That's That crazy stuff only happens in the movies. You've got... You've got to let that brother of yours out. Get him to take over that Zimbabwe down there. Get us down from here. I'm sorry, Blade. This gris, gris pouch around my neck keeps me disoriented. Can barely think. Keeps me from speaking to Daniel. I'm trying, Blade, but it's no good. This scarlet, it's draining my strength. Even if I wanted to change form to turn to mist and escape this mess, I don't have the strength, and I don't want to, you know, and I don't want to, you know that. Every time I give in to the vampire, every time I shapeshift, I lose a little bit more of the human inside. I lose a little bit more of myself. I'll do my damnedest to tear out of here, old friend. Really starting to get sick and tired of these ads. I'd rather steer here and fry when the sun comes up than lose any more of myself. I ain't saying I'm not sympathetic to your condition, Hannibal, but you are. But you are one selfish uh, SOB. It's gonna be. Ah, damn it! Gonna be done in a couple hours. By that time, you and Saffron and Donna are going to be dead. And me and Jericho will likely soon follow afterwards. Unless you do something, Hannibal. I don't care if, if you don't want to save your own ass. But there are other lives in the balance here. I can't get this thing all the way off. You, but I can... Give you a breather, maybe. Now it's up to you. I'm still trying to communicate with my brother's spirit blade, but it is as if he has disappeared. Marie Laveau has put some kind of barrier between us. Don't worry, Jericho. After the position blade just put me in, I'm tempted to leave him here to die. But it's obvious to me that this city needs you very badly. Let's get rid of this, shall we? Yes, my strength returns, and ah yes, Daniel, we have our vengeance upon the witch soon enough. 
But first, with the spirit of his dead brother inside him, Jericho's strength doubles. Maybe more for what I can see. I've seen the ghost of Daniel Drum possesses other people. Make them do what the brothers want. But tonight, Jericho's bully ones possess. I know you poor Zimbabwe did not ask to be what you are. But before your souls can rest, you must die once more. And once I find your mistress, I will make her pay for what she has done to you. And for her betrayal of this city and its people. Ugh. Go easy, Hannibal. I don't heal up as fast as you. Thanks, man. I'm sorry you had to change to get out to get us out of this. I know how much you you don't know a damn thing, Blade. King hits me hard, but not too hard. He'd used his vampiric strength to have taken my head off when I crawled to my feet. I don't ask him why he did it. Either yeah, either. I know why. We're friends. Me and King hasn't has always been so, but that's why he couldn't just let us all die. I knew it, and I used it. You done? I ask him. He just nods. We don't talk anymore about him hitting me or why he did it. It's done. Jericho Drum, I am here, Honagun, and your time is at an end. I have powerful allies now. We have fought for the ages over this whole of this city. But New Orleans is mine now. The time has come indeed. The time for you to fall. King, Blade, do what you must. This witch is mine. You are insane, Marie. You toy with powers which are beyond even your witchery to control. Dambala and all the Loa sneer at you in amusement. Drum wants to take the vow on by himself. We let him. King and I go down into the hole looking for some kind of clue as to what Frost's big plan really is. And to get my weapons back. I really don't want to know what's happening topside. Ha 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 ha. Darling. Jericho. You are more foolish now than you were when we were children. Dambala, Widow, and all the great law answer to me now, as they once did my grandmother. I am the voodoo queen of New Orleans, now and forever. You are wrong, Marie. The Loa serve none but themselves. They don't even understand good and evil, only respect and obedience, or lack of it. Great Loa, hear the pleas of your humble servant Jericho, Drum, Dambala, Widow, Baron. Someday I call to you. I ask of you to show its arrogant wit, this arrogant witch, the true power of the law. Her every word is an insult which begs reprisal. Dambala, come to me, Jericho, because I called him. 
with the power of Loa, I will... What is? Oh, no, please. I will offer up so many souls to you. So much life to. Ah! You've got to be kidding me. Not now, Blade. Don't talk. Jump! I didn't argue. I also didn't bother asking what the hell happened on that boat. And he and and he didn't offer to explain. As for Marie Laveau, maybe she's dead, and maybe she is. Isn't. I know how I'd vote if it was up to me. After we made sure none of us were on fire, we split up. Jericho had the nasty job of telling the parents of Laveau's latest zombies that he hadn't been able to save them. I was almost glad Hannibal and I still had to hunt for Frost. Below decks on Frost's riverboat, we found dozens of fresh vampires, waiting until the third day when they could join Frost's army. There was a dirt spread a foot deep in the bottom of the boat, which explained how the blood suckers could be on board in the first place. They're gone now, though. When the riverboat exploded, it set Frost back something fierce, at least in New Orleans. But we'd seen enough down there, maps and, and contracts and new undead recruits to know Frost intended the big easy to be just a starting point for him. Hannibal and I meant to make it to the end of the line, but Garth Manor is a long way from the French Quarter, and not all of Frost's army got toasted on that boat. I just hope Saffron's all right. Stay where you are, Frost. You're not welcome here. How did you get in? You're not supposed to. I didn't invite you inside. Your memory is short, Miss Garth. The first time we met before you became so difficult, you told me I should come out to the house sometime. That was enough. So here I am. I am done with patience. Your import, export business is vital to my business plans. Sign the consent for the sale of Garwood Industries to my organization now, or I will kill Miss Calder. And as for you, my dear Saffron, you don't honestly believe that weapon will do you any good against me. In fact, it would be far better if you used it on yourself. Frost, you smug Bloodsucker, you don't have to force my hand. I'd rather put a bullet in my brain than spend another minute looking at you. King! I've got him, Blade. I just... Just go. Save Saffron and Donna. Come on, Frost. It's just you and me, Bloodsucker, for the last time. Blade, watch out! Now, my dear... Kill him. Oh, God. Blade. I'm sorry. <laughs> Saf. I've been around enough vampires to know how fast they can put humans in their thrall. 
doesn't mean it's fun to have the woman you love shooting at you. Thank God Saffron's a strong-willed woman. She's fighting Frost's hypnotic control. Otherwise, she never would have missed me. Come on, Frost! You son of a... Enough! You should have died after our last meeting, Blade. But now you've realized what you thought. Then wasn't me at all, but one of my duplicates. I worked a long time on that creature, Blade. Science and magic combining to become my greatest creation. And you've destroyed it. I should have known I could not send a substitute to take your life. Father, I mean, fate has dictated otherwise. Your blood will be mine. It's over for you, Blade. You've slain your last vampire. You've undermined my plans for the last time. I'll train you dry, Blade. Like mother, like son. But first, first, I'm going to see you suffer the most. Exquisite pain. Pain in body and soul. That's right, Saffron. Shoot him. Try not to hit anything vital, though, my dear. Saffron. Saffron. Fight him. Get the maggot out of your head, honey. I'm trying, Blade. I'm... Blade, stop me! You don't need that anymore, Seth. But I've got something for this damn leech. You slippery don't understand, do you, Blade? You're in the process of being murdered. I'll rip you apart for the pleasure of it. You're the one who doesn't get it, bloodsucker. Ain't nothing you can do worse than what you've done to me already. And me? I was born to kill you, Frost. It's only a question of when. Donna, we've got to help him. Die, you son of a... Away from me, woman. No! You've taken everything from me, Frost. The daggers are made of tech wood. And the heart, it would kill him. I miss the heart, but it still hurts. The machete, on the other hand, is silver. That one really hurts. I won't lose Saffron, too. Rock! What have you done? Done? I'm just getting started, Leech. This is a long time coming. No, er, not like this. Another, another time blade. But, er. Next time, it will be me hunting you. He's still out there. Hard for me to accept it. He's still out there. And now, he wants to hurt me worse than ever. Me, King, Saffron. Next night, when I meet up with King, we don't talk for a while. Just listen to the sounds of the Crescent City. So, what's next for you, Blade? Don't know, really, Saffron. I mean, don't really know. I mean, don't know, really. Saffron and I are gonna try to make it work. Make a life, you know? 
She doesn't like the idea of me going after Frost, of course. But she's lived on the dark side of the world now, and she's a target. She needs to be with somebody who understands all that. We might even stay here in New Orleans. At least until I can find that leech. What about you, Hannibal? I just want to stay as human as possible, just to live as crazy as that sounds coming from a dead man. I'll keep doing the PI thing, of course. Already have my next case, actually. How's that? Seems Donna's lived on the dark side a little too. Years ago, her father, Simon Garth, was brought back to life as a zombie. Apparently, he showed up in New York not too long ago. She wants me to find him. Oh yeah? Sounds like a real change in pace for you. It's a living. The end? Not even close. Check out Hannibal's Search for the Zombie in Spider-Man Unlimited issue number 20 on sale. And follow Blade's Dark Adventures in his upcoming ongoing series. Watch for it. And that's it. That'll do it for today's show. Finally ended Blade Black and White Graphic Novel. And tomorrow we start Tomb of Dracula, Day of Blood, Night of Redemption. The story in which Blade, Hannibal King, and Frank Drake reunite to take down Dracula one last time. So make sure you all tune into that starting tomorrow. And until then, peace out.